Welcome back to the Hashtag 59 Podcast, friends. Hey, in this episode, our Midwest Adventures season continues, but we leave the mainland and head to an island. Yes, we're going backpacking on an island in the Midwest. Plus, Cotopaxi's first experience carrying bear spray. All that and more in our new episode. Come on in and join us on the inside. Like for the whole night. Yes. I was watching. I was watching the clock, knowing at six o'clock we were there. Though, though, the ferry ride is only about seven and a half minutes long. Still too far to swim in the middle of the night. Probably too far to swim, but people do snowmobile to this island in the winter, and some do kayak. There was sure. kayaks sitting there too. I remember seeing. Now that you say that, what do you? How do you think you would have done kayaking across Lake Superior to shore of the Upper Peninsula with a dog in your lap in the middle of the night? Not great. But if I was doing that, there was probably some bad circumstances. At least so, you know there's no sharks. I guess. Yeah. I mean, yes. You're right. That would be a plus. So welcome back, Hashtag 59 Podcast, Midwest Adventures, season continues, Mike R. here with Jill G., and we are still in Michigan, but uh, we took a road trip, as you know, if you've been listening, we've been in the lower peninsula of Michigan, and we went to the upper peninsula of Michigan, and did a little... uh, did a little exploring there in between our Airbnb stops. Uh, Jill's probably going to do, we're probably going to do a whole separate episode on our time in Marquette at the Rippling River RV and campground That resort. place was nice. You it love was. that place. It was a really nice place. They had live music. I'll just give you the details. Oh. They had live music, wood-fired pizza. I mean, that's a campground. Yeah, that is a campground. No, it was nice. And then, so we went, though, for this episode. Uh, so Grand Island is a island located off of lakes, on Lake Superior, off of the Upper Peninsula mainland. And it's only, oh, what is it? I think a quarter mile, half mile from shore or off off of the mainland. I don't know. I mean, you said the ferry took seven minutes. I think it took two. Like, it wasn't very far at all. But either way, Grand Island is an island on Lake Superior. Pretty big island. Yeah. But not the biggest on Lake Superior. That would be Isle Royale for Isle Royale National Park. But this is a national recreation area. And you leave from the town of Munison, Michigan, which is a hot spot right now for Upper Peninsula Adventurers. It's where Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore is, which is a super popular place to go visit. And you have a couple of different options uh, for Grand Island. But let's talk about, first of all, 
I felt, I kind of felt getting on Grand Island. We had our bicycles and paneers again. We had taken a ferry, albeit a very short one. I kind of felt like we were back in Alaska. I felt the same thing too. There was like wildflowers and a ton of mosquitoes. Like it kind of felt similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. So yes, we took the ferry over and we just, we took a bicycle, which there's tons of biking trails, which I'm sure you'll get into, but we kind of took it also so that we could carry more stuff because we had the dog. So we had our paneers on there. We had some of his stuff strapped to the back and then just whatever else you're carrying in your backpack. And there's a couple different options there. Well, first, there's a couple different options to go. The ferry service runs every hour from Unison during the spring and I think it's uh, mid-May through end of September. It's a pretty much on the hour every hour. Winter uh, may not be running, but most people are going to be going up there and exploring. When, when and, we were there, it was 9 to 6 yeah. every hour. And you can go there for the day if you want to. Mm-hmm. And one popular thing to do there is rent mountain bikes. And I think it's... I mean, so here's the description on the mountain biking around Grand Island. A four to six hour intermediate to advanced biker rough adventure. Now, do you think that's because, it's not because it's hilly, because it's not hilly, right? Yeah, it was, so it, I mean, or not just where we hilly just on down. a mountain bike. Like, it, it just, it's up and down. It's not a flat ride, because I biked, I don't know, probably six miles yeah. of the 20, the 22 that you could do. And it is not, it is not flat. It's also, it's mountain biking terrain. Yeah. Like there's rocky and like trails. Chunks, chunks of rock. In fact, one time I kind of popped, popped up on the paneer when I was riding over to the cabin. Yeah, because you didn't have a mountain bike. You didn't have the right type of bike. In fact, the bike you can, the bikes you can rent are like fat tire bikes. Yep. Yeah. And those looks. Those look pretty legit. With shocks and stuff, yeah. So you could do that. You could also go over there for the day and kayak. You could also go over there. There's about 40 miles of hiking trails, which is super nice. And there's also, I think, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, there's actually a bus tour. Yeah, because we went over with a lot of people for that because there's a lot of different sites that you can see. Yeah. So no motorized vehicles other than the bus are allowed to be over there on these roads. There are some old private residents though. Yeah, that, just a couple. Just a couple that still live over there. You said you saw somebody like in a driveway. Yeah, yeah I did. I mean, but there's, there's no services on the island. Like there is even the... Well, there's water bottle fillers. There's water bottle, yes. There's water bottle fillers, but like there's no, there's no general store. There's no restaurants electricity or or anything like that for your options so it was i mean while being so close to munison it's it's a pretty rustic experience i would say if you're going over there yeah it's like you don't have to travel very far for the experience and you can make it as short or as long as you want do you have to have you had to have permits for some of the camp grounds some were first come first serve a lot of them you had to have a permit but I don't think you would have to have a permit just to go. I think you have to have an over. I think you have to have an overnight date like pass. Okay. 
and so that they can regulate how many people are over there. Yep, and some and some campsites, like you said, are first come first serve, and some you can just uh, reserve, reserve in advance. Yes. Yeah. So, for instance, we saw a group coming over with probably six people and a dog, and yeah. they—I mean, you could just tell they were going backpacking. You yeah, could, you could tell backpackers like they were organizing their stuff. I mean, they had packs that were just huge. They—I did talk to them on the bike ride, and they were staying for five nights okay. on the island. Uh, bring your bear spray as well. Yeah, there's black bears there, which I kept an eye out for the entire time. I did not see one. Yes. So those are those are a few different options on how you can explore Grand Island. Let's talk about how we explored. Grand Island. Okay. So we took the ferry over. Um, when did we go? It was like late morning, yep. right? Late um, morning. Late morning. We actually, there's two cabins on the whole island. Really bare bones shelters, I would kind of say. Like when you enter the cabin, there's a nice little kind of screened porch. And then on the inside where you sleep, there was two sets of bunk beds and a picnic table. And they're like, you know, the... Um, the plastic kind of mats where you spray them down, but then you bring your own sleeping bag or Yeah, whatever. so really had to bring in everything. You kind of would bring in whatever you would bring to backpack. It's just you're out, you're not out in the elements. I guess you wouldn't need a tent, but like it's a, more, a sleeping pad or a sleeping bag or a, one of our blow-up pillows it, or something. It kind of reminded me, I've heard about uh, the, the White Mountain huts on the Appalachian Trail in New Hampshire, uh-huh. where it's like you're backpacking for all intents and purposes. You're just not pitching your tent at the end of the night. You're right. able to go inside to these mountain huts that are very primitive. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's there's two of them. We stayed at the Merchant Cabin, which is which was about a mile from the ferry. So I rode my bike down there, made sure it was there. Knew where we were going, took some of the stuff. And then came and then back. And came back and we walked the rest of the way. So it was just a, it's like a mile walk to the merchant cabin on that trail. It was totally flat. Yeah. And then the other option is the sunset cabin, which is a longer, I think three and a half mile walk. That's what I was going to say, almost ride. four. I think you passed ours and you kept going up that road. Um, you didn't make, you didn't go that far that way, I don't think. We were just, uh, just shy of it. Yep. Just shy of it. So what did you think about the uh, camping, ex- the the rustic cabin camping experience? Well, there was Jill. also a very nice outhouse, I will say. Like it was a pit toilet, like outhouse, but it was protected. Clean. It was protected and it was clean. It was outside, um, which is terrifying, of course. Like if you have to go in the middle of the night, of course I held it. I didn't go. Um, the it was actually really peaceful really nice we were the cabin is maybe 25 yards off the hiking trail not that far you can see the trail from there kind of back in the woods so we saw tons of people during the day walking by biking by um right when we got there and then just on the other side maybe 10 feet is lake superior which was awesome which is beautiful so i mean you're right there if you want to go down by the water you're protected back in those woods for a little bit of privacy um, all of that was great. I spent a lot of time just hanging out, just relaxing. Mike did, I'm sure he'll talk about some hiking and biking. Um, and it was all great until it was about time to go to bed. And then... And then what happened? 
there was a mouse. Which I will tell you, I anticipated that the place had a few mice, right? Like, how could it not? People coming and going, you eat in there. It's like, like a primitive. It's right uh, in the woods. Yes. But I didn't anticipate I would see one, and it was like right before you were already asleep. I took the dog out like for one more time, and when I came in, it ran up the windowsill. <laughs> oh my god, it ran up, and I didn't know what it was. I was like thinking it was a bug, so I was like, "What's that?" And then it jumped down on the other windowsill and just looked at me, and I freaked out. But it was also on the porch which was like open slats. There's kind of some holes in the screens. I mean, we're talking rough. Like it's a backwoods shelter house. So like, obviously mice can get in. I felt like by going into the bunk bed part, I was protecting us, which there's no way. Obviously the mouse can get in there too. Um, but it was right before bed, which was an absolute nightmare. And it was also pitch black. And there's no electricity, so it's pitch black. Like, of course we had a little lantern, but we're not going to leave that on all night, because of course it draws moths and everything in through the windows. Um, but that was the end of my excitement about the cabin. Yes, yeah, so you were ready to go. Yeah. Before, yep. we'd even, before we'd even gone to bed. And I, I, of course, hooted and hollered, and I was I said to you I was like are they gonna I'm always afraid that mice are gonna run all over me in the middle of the night oh god and you and you just were like I don't think so and rolled over like it was of no nothing you didn't care I didn't care if the mouse was sleeping in the same room oh my god I would also say I think I went on a six mile run that morning you were exhausted in Marquette Cotopaxi and I went on a five mile hike up and down the lake the the cliffs of Lake Superior, which is a soup. The trails there on Grand Island were super nice. Lots of different trails to explore. We walked along these cliffs, had these epic views of Lake Superior, and then I actually did a bike ride on the around the other way where they have some old stone quarry houses, a cemetery. Which is, those are some of the things I think the bus tour goes and gets a history of the island. Likely, yeah. Or you can stop on the bicycle tour. Yeah. On your own bicycle tour, I should say. Yeah. Uh, but either way, I had a full day of activities, and we ate our our uh, jet boil meals. Yeah, our dehydrated meals. Dehydrated meals, and I ate like a whole one by myself and went right to bed. Like Seven thirty. The next day, I was like, "Did you say there was a mouse in oh here?" God. And well, then. Cotopaxi has this like little rug blanket thing that he eats all his treats on that tended like it just happened to kind of be covered in peanut butter and because so, he loves peanut because butter he loves peanut butter but because of um the bears you know you're supposed to like if you're camping there you have to put all your stuff either hang it in a bear bag or put it um in a bear locker you know they talk a lot about cleaning up your camp and making sure for safety of the bears and all of that but so I left that well, so I picked that up the, off the floor because I was, of course, positive that that's why the mouse had come in to eat the peanut butter. So I draped it over a chair. Mice, mice love peanut butter. Yeah, they actually do. I think they do? you have traps. Like, I don't know. I think you put peanut butter in a mouse trap. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't know. Not positive. But so I draped it over a chair, his little blanket, which wouldn't have made any difference because the mouse literally ran up the side of the windowsill, like completely vertical. 
So I put it up there. And then in the middle of the night, like, I, I barely slept, to be honest. But, like, the middle of the night, like, 3 o'clock, I all of a sudden thought, oh, my God. That's not on the screened-in porch. Like, the bears are coming. Bear the bears are coming. Porch. Is that really stupid? But I was too scared to go out there because of the mouse. Bears also. I guess do all animals like peanut butter? Bears, mice, dogs? I'm going to say yeah. I guess so. I like it it's too. It's delicious. So I was panicked about that. And you had gotten up to go to the outhouse at like 5 or something. And I was like, what about that blanket? You're like, it's fine. I don't even know if you were listening to me. I wasn't sweating anything. I was no. just listening to the beautiful waves of the largest freshwater lake in the world, Miss Lake Superior. I will say we've stayed in a number of woods and even in a number of cabins. And like in that little sh sh cabin shelter, we had the windows cracked and it was probably the most quiet place, one of the most quiet places I've ever been. Cause usually like when you're sleeping in the woods, you hear like just critters and stuff like walking over sticks or rustling in the brush. I mean, there was not, it was pitch black and there was not a peep. It was so quiet. It was super quiet. I would, if you are up in the upper peninsula or planning a road trip of some sort to there and you like this type of stuff, which I don't know why you listen to our podcast if you didn't like it a little bit, I would super encourage you to look at the option of going to Grand Island, whether that's for a mountain biking, kayaking. I, Munising, like, I, like we said, Munising gets a lot of action for pictured rocks, the glass bottom, shipwreck tours. Yeah. Build in a little extra time. You probably only need a couple, I mean, just a couple days. Look at Grand Island and the options. I thought it was for as close as it is to the mainland you feel super deep into the wilderness i thought yeah and if you like that feeling grand island's a super easy option to get there i mean the next when we left the day we were leaving we just we packed up we hiked back to the ferry in the rain we got there a, a ferry boat actually brought a couple people over and they were like okay like let's go yeah we'll it was take, between time but we'll take you care. back over and we we just we walked right off the boat our cars right there we threw our shiz back in the car and off we were yeah it was really nice um it did that's what i was gonna say is that it did rain overnight it, pour, it, it was poured. pouring thunderstorms in the morning uh -huh. and we had to hike you see so you do have to hike out there the the ferry boat doesn't drop you off at, at your spot so as we're hiking in the rain... Cabin or campsite. Right. I just, I felt bad, like, going past some of those tenters who was like, you know, it's your first night. I mean, they had to have been, you really had to have been soaked. You're really protected by the canopy, though, for the most part. So it sounds like it was coming down a lot, but we were pretty wet from hiking and we were pretty covered. Yeah. So... I wasn't as cold as when I took my two dips in Lake Superior the day before, but I was definitely a little a little wet and a little chilly by the time we got to the ferry boat. Yeah. Which is also open air. So if if you're taking right. the ferry when it's raining You will get wet. You will get wet. 
but like, we, like, I mean, honestly, is it even two minutes? Like, it's probably maybe a little longer, but it's a very, very short drive. Yep. It said on the um, one sheet, like, that we got with the map, too, it said the FAQs were that the ferry had never not come. Because that morning I was panicking that we were stuck on the island because we had some places that we had to go next. Um, but it came, for sure. Grand Island. Nice little, nice little adventure. Yeah. Another, another Midwest place. adventure. Another one. This season's coming together quite well, I think. Yep, I agree. Well, any, any final parting words about mice or peanut butter? No, I don't want to give that cabin, though, a bad rap. Because, like, if I listened to this and I heard there was a mouse, I probably wouldn't go. I think it was, it was, I mean, anytime you're in the woods, there's little critters everywhere. It was a, it wasn't like it was overrun with everything. I, it was fine. I told you, I, I told Jill that I thought it was the most peaceful day so far of my 2022. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It's a great place. I would definitely check it out. If you're going to stay in the campsites, there's probably some critters there too. Yep. We'll put all those uh, links in the show notes. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We have a website that has all of our old podcast episodes you can subscribe if you know how to use a podcast app you can give us a review if you know how to do that and you like it the website also has all of our trash cleanup events hundreds of old blogs all on outdoor adventure a patreon page and I think that's really it. There's not really much else on there. Anything you need will be on there. Yep. Hashtag spelled out H-A-S-H-T-A-G, the number five, the number nine, dot com. Thanks for being here, friends. Until our next episode, Mike R. and Jill G. Signing off. Be well. Be well.